Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Quest Podcast. Today, we're going to be doing a full album review for the Jedi Mind Tricks Violent by Design album. Yep. Uh, this is the show where we break down these albums track by track, giving thoughts and opinions on every single song. Mm-hmm. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And uh, the kinds of albums we talk about are albums such as the Jedi Mind Tricks Violent by Design Project. Yep. So we do absolutely like to start the show off contextualizing a little bit our familiarity with the artist as well as with like why we're doing the album and whatnot just because it's fairer we know that most people who click on album reviews tend to be big fans of the project so it's only fair for us to let you know where we are coming from ahead of time so the main reason we are doing this album today is because the patron is mel kadamsi who's up in the twitch chat right now happened to request this one using his patron powers to do so Mm -hmm. so that is why we're doing it and uh as far as our familiarity with jedi mind tricks i think your lady friend bonnie can take this one away and start us off and let you let the people know your familiarity with them and then i don't uh, think we've ever done an album of oh, theirs we did. Be- did we the psychosocial longest name ever album oh Right. The psychosocial, chemical, biological, and electrical magnetic manipulation of human consciousness. Yeah. And you were not right. the biggest fan. Huh. You were like a lot of the same thing. Yeah. And so, uh, and that, and that probably, and that makes a lot of sense to me because, like, that's, like, I didn't, like, I mean, like, I was, um, you know, I was kind of mentioning before, like, I, um, like, if I were to listen to this a year ago, two years ago, like, I, you know, would have given this a different grade, probably more like I did their previous album. But now I feel like I, like, understand, um, like, like this particular, like, culture of music and, uh, like, what this, like, music is supposed to be, like, used for, um, like, and its purpose and, like, what like what it's showing off so i think like i don't know if you know we want to like talk about it right away but like talk about it okay like i think this is more for battle rappers and like before like recently uh (laughs) like you know a few months a couple months now i guess you know like i probably wouldn't have like really like grasped like what it what they do and like how it works and Mm -hmm. like uh i don't know just like i didn't get it before but i feel like now i kind of get it and so like like i can kind of see like the purpose like these songs are like more like sort of like their best of uh kind of like battle raps like it's all of them like showing off like the best hardest thing that they can do and like like it's more on like that side of things i guess yeah. I guess that makes sense. I definitely think that <clears throat> there's a lot of people who focus on the technique and rhyming and the ability to use words to yeah. communicate both ideas and attitude with absolute finesse. And I definitely think that as we learn more about how hip-hop came to be, there are just so many people that before they were writing songs were just like in the streets 
fucking um, battling each other. Like, literally, we were talking uh, to Mickey Fox, and he's describing how, like, people would literally <clears throat> roam the streets looking corner to corner for somebody to get into a little battle with, right? Mm -hmm. And then if you think about coming from that kind of culture and that kind of an environment, then when that's what you're rapping, that's what you're writing, that's what's going to be on your album. That's right. how you're going to have to come off in a certain way. So yeah. I totally appreciate what you mean with regards to like how the more you kind of understand the battling aspects of hip hop, the more a lot of these bars start to actually have a bigger context. Like and like the, the presentation of it, like just kind of like the way that it is. It's you know I'll, I I'll kind of I guess spoil it because like you know I kind of mention it like you know at, at the end like they do feel like um like. Like they're the good, like the winners of like of the battle rap. They're like the good guys, uh, you know. But it's sort of like a one-sided battle rap where like they're all on like their own. They're all on like one side together, mm. and like they're all coming at you like like as like one force. And it's like you know cohesive and everything. Like that's kind of like why like it like you know it does flow quite well and does and does kind of sound the same and it is you know sort of monotonous in topic but uh like overall it's it's good yeah there's definitely a couple of topics that get explored and we we can yeah. get into it because like as we go through the tracks i think um I, th I do get what you mean um for myself i i remember like being young and i know i've probably said this before but like your know, jedi mind tricks was like the shit when i was in sejep which is like quebec college and like yo it was, they were just there like everyone thought they were dope and i didn't really understand it back then um and then i listened to them later on and i got a little bit of a sense of who they are now and the talent because like a mini paz's voice is just like distinguishable like it is the opposite of indistinguishable like he's one of those voices that you hear it and you instantly can identify it like he's like he is a watermark to himself and i think that is really impressive what he's been able to do to craft like with with his talent and his flow and the yeah. way he's able to consistently bring the same kind of energy to the table while across his career maintaining this signature voice like it's fucking impressive uh, so I definitely know who Vinny Paz is, and uh, uh, Bonnie didn't do the other one, the the last Jedi Mind Tricks. And like now that you mention one. it, I'm like remembering doing the album, which and so was, I'm like I'm sorry that I forgot. No, but, but like there I was also yeah. the Bridge in the Abyss, which I did with Chris, mm. and I will not forget the song. I think it's Making a Killing, where it was about fucking um, animals and just not killing animals and i was like that's a really insightful fucking song in my opinion <laughs> yeah but it was really nice uh so I, I was really impressed with the versatility and the skill displayed on that album uh i really like stop stop stoop i don't know how to say it his fucking production is very good mm -hmm. i don't know how else to put it it's really well done but it's like one of those yep. guys where you can tell he found his own style that sounds enough like good music and when i say good music i mean like within the realms of like the genre he's in considered to be good but still kind of standing out but still playing the game like it's really impressive what he brings to the table with production anyway uh, um and i have like a like i i couldn't figure out what the difference was but i was finding um the release dates 
I was finding two release dates, uh, October 3rd, 2000 and May 25th, 2004. And so, like, maybe it was, like, the, like, deluxe version came out in 2004. Like, is that what it was? Like, I just wasn't sure, like, why, like, the mix-up online or why I was seeing, like, two different uh, people dates. People suck at metadata. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this, the one that we did, and yes, Ismail, for you, we did the extra five tracks is definitely this deluxe one i saw on wikipedia the original one came with like two bonus tracks off the jump mm -hmm. and then tracks 23 through 25 are on some reissued disc that came later on in life so like the sean price that's is not what on. was there so the one we're doing is definitely the latest one in 2004 but i got the feeling this wasn't the original issue based off of what i saw online um I like the title, Violent by Design, and I like it more with context of, like, you know, the album. But I also like it with, like, the commentary it makes on certain environments, uh, certain people. And then using an image that I now know is related to the Vietnam War and an excessive battle that went on. Uh, where basically the U.S. government was criticized for wasting human lives to take a strategic resource, sorry, to take a location that was not a strategic resource that they ended up uh, giving up like immediately after type thing. So it was a big old blunder. And I think this picture is from that battle. So you see this like imagery from that, at least from the Vietnam War, right? And that would have been a very significant thing on people's minds growing up, uh, especially at his age, if you if you really like look at it. And then it's called violent by design. And then you take a look at like the violence in America and you know all over, and you got to consider it. Like this is what your the heroes are. This is what like. And I'm not trying to criticize or offer any level of disrespect to the army. I'm saying this is what I interpret from the combination of that title with that image with the symbolism i believe they're trying to convey which is you guys teach us to be violent we are violent by design so mm -hmm. yeah you deal with that violence but where does it come from why are we violent you know like so there is a heavy level of aggression but it's also telling you there's so much more to it if you really think about it and i like the fact that it's almost like they're responding in advance to criticisms by making sure that you know that they know some political shit off the jump and that they are representing a message that is bigger than just, you know, we're just going to spit some hard bars. And that's yeah. all communicated before you even listen to the album in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I think, like, yeah, the, the cover is, like, you know, a photo of a black, like, soldier with uh, a gun and there's, like, a white guy behind him and, like, you know, it, you know, it definitely made me think of the Vietnam War um, and like I touch on it later on but like uh, they they reference um, The Deer Hunter which is a movie set in the Vietnam War so I wasn't sure if this was like a still from that movie or if it was an actual photo that yeah. was taken so it's I, a real soldier you can okay. google him I don't remember his name now but we'll come across it maybe when we get to a track in Genius I know okay. what annotation to click on to tell you what that guy's name is okay great um, so yeah anyway so that's what it is and like you know I for me like I was imagining that it was supposed to be like symbolic of you know black men, black men being like made and forced to be uh, violent uh, by using you know by America using black men uh, to fight guns fight wars with like these guns and you know which is something that they would have uh, you know otherwise probably not willingly have done um, you know 
because you know they're you know generally there were they were a peaceful people so uh you know so i don't like i think it's just like you know it just goes to show like they're like insecurities and like fears because they they put them on uh the black man and right. so yeah that's just what i was thinking it was all right well there's 25 tracks to get through yeah some of them are real short skits so i didn't want to say songs there's a difference between <laughs> songs and tracks mm -hmm. not in the eyes of mechanicals i think so. i don't know i don't know <laughs> enough about that right now well, anyway let's... let's talk about the intro your lady friend bonnie why don't you start us <laughs> off telling us what you think about this introduction so this is like a a clip taken from uh the planet of the apes movie from 1968 and it's just sort of like like i won't read the whole thing or whatever but just sort of like you know the idea is to just kind of like you know beware of the beast man and like you know you know don't let him like have anything you know he's dangerous he'll kill and he's just you know wild and unruly and um is you know basically feral and uh you know like you're you're gonna have to like you know keep pushing him back and like uh pushing him away and like try to like force him back to into like his like where you think he belongs um, and just sort of like because he's just like a danger and it ends with you know shun him drive him back into the, his jungle lair for he is the harbinger of death so the bringer of death essentially so I you know it's basically an insinuation for white people versus black people and wanting them to like not let them like have a chance in the world basically <laughs> so um, black people are basically uh, constantly compared to uh, the devil and like described like these like you know crazed menaces that like need to be like tamed and controlled and pushed back upon and you know again sort of just like you know when what white when white people you know they're white people are scared of black people and you know if they're if they encounter them it you know it, it puts like black people on the defense and puts them into like uh you know an attacking sort of mode because they're scared and nervous and uh you know like scared of being provoked which you know often they are so it's sort of like a cause and effect situation i think that's happening and uh, i think that that's kind of like how they feel and i think that this kind of like summarizes that feeling um and you know i like the way that it kind of like mixes like the mixing is done like over it and it sort of becomes like kind of like the the background music to the movie almost like it sort of becomes like part of that so i think that that's kind of cool and i think it does um overall a good job at what it's supposed to do so i give it a 4.7 yeah I, I like this this a lot too um i think it communicates a bunch and planet of the apes is a fascinating movie to pick from mm -hmm. right right off the jump because like uh you look i just you just picture the idea of what humanity really is and who is the man and the beast and so if you think about the other yep. subtext of that movie at the end of the day it turns out you know the ape men aren't all that bad after all they're like totally not the ones who fucked up the planet it was the humans who did it you know like they did it to themselves so it's like you also have to consider i guess the other side of that because oh, i agree with you i think what you said i, don't, I can't really restate that it's just perfectly stated <laughs> but the other side of it is also who is the one saying these things too right yep. like you know i think it's deliberately focusing on this kind of framing how people feel and it's like wow what an excellent way to communicate it because nobody says anything except for this movie quote 
from back in the day that just perfectly communicates the idea. And yep. I feel like that's something that like was one of those things we had to learn along the way. At first, I didn't understand the power of these clips and these samples that as they get used in introductions, but Stoop adding that musical landscape underneath it just totally just totally creates this ambiance that lets you know like as much as this is the case it's almost like there's a it's gonna be okay feeling that comes with it like yo we're just breaking it down now but don't don't get it twisted we getting into it you know like it's just the beginning but it's gonna be i feel like there's a sense of like like you said at the beginning like you know they win you know like there's a sense that it's not hopeless we understand what's going on now we're gonna start to deal with it yeah that's the vibe I get off of it. I give it a 4.5. I think it's, like, fucking stellar. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's hard for me to give a 46-second intro a 5, but, like, as far as it goes, it's really beautifully put together. Like, it really yep. does its job to get you into the universe of the album, communicating that the album is going to bring a universe and a, and a system to it. That is That is dope. So... I guess on that note, there's not much else to be said about that. And we can move on to the next track, which is called Retaliation. Mm. Your lady friend, Bonnie, what do you think about <laughs> this one? Um, I like the scratching. I like that. Um, I, I find that it sounds like older than it is, like more like old school, like like early 90s kind of like vibe. Um, so like just sort of like they're soldiers um but also they're uh just artists so like why kind of like why are like the police trying to like attack them i think it's sort of like a more like a commentary on that um and uh you know like you know and also saying at the same time is like you know they don't maybe like have a lot but they do have some sick bars so you know kind of like prepping you again for like you know you're gonna get like a whole bunch of sick bars so listen up um, you know, and like they don't want to be like, they don't want to be violent, but they, you know, they're going to fucking destroy you if they have to. And, you know, obviously, like I assume in this case, like, you know, I think they're more talking about, um, you know, you know, obviously like a battle. I don't know if these guys are actually violent. They sound like nice guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe I was feeling generous and I was in like a great mood or whatever. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I gave this a 4.7 on five. I mean, it makes total sense that you'd enjoy it. I was, I, you never give grades this high, so I'm a little bit surprised. Right? Like, but yo, I, I've hand, opened my <laughs> eyes to to understanding more about like this kind of stuff. That's crazy. I mean, for me, I like the beat a lot. I think a lot of this album, uh, Stoop carries the biggest wins uh, with that production because. I had a lot of trouble the entire album, I'm being real with y'all, focusing on bars. Like, there was almost no listen through of any song where I was able to fully focus on a verse without having, like, my brain pulled towards that beat and just um, the way it just rides. Now, don't get me wrong. This is no at all discredit to Just Allah or Mr. Vinny Paz. They are excellent. As in, that flow technique is, is, is as good as the beats as good as the production everything is seamless everything is really well done but the production is fucking intoxicatingly great like it's really good um just this these loops and these samples that get thrown together that are simple but able to just suck you into it and then you just feel yourself just kind of vibing and it, 
you can listen to it over and over and over and over again because it's like i was i was watching this video on how uh video game music is sometimes considered to be the greatest music to like study to or to like do kind of productive work to because it's designed to be perfect loops that are played on repeat whereas other kinds of music are busier and are maybe not meant to be listened to over and over and over again mm -hmm. whereas i feel like stoop is really trying to make sure that you can just listen to his loops over and over again to sheer mm. fucking perfection yeah and i think that's a huge part of what makes these tracks super replayable and super easy to get into because if at any time you're like i don't know if i want to listen to the verses you can just kind of lay back on that beat and just get into that head vibe yo i'm not gonna lie i was, I was walking up the street and I started writing bars listening to this. I couldn't help it. It was like it was some hard shit, and I had to pull out my phone and like start taking notes. Uh, that's the <laughs> kind of like level of beat work that is going on here. And it was definitely the first like two or three songs that really fucking hit me. Like I was really trying to get into the album this morning, and it just fucking was beautiful. All that being said, when you do listen to the bars and you do fucking get into it, it's not disappointing. You get the uh, the intro shit, which to me is cool, really squad up type stuff. I don't know. Sonically, I'm not the hugest fan of the intros. Culturally, I understand the intros, so I can get over myself. It's cool. Um, but then the verses starts, and just the way he, he gets so descriptive with, like, guns and shit on the beginning, and it's not boring. Like, the metal inside the barrel passes through the frames in your glasses. Oh, shit, that is a pretty descriptive way of talking about shooting somebody in, in, in the head, you know? Yep. And then it's like quick passage, leave your dome piece backless. Like, I'm not going to go through all the bar by bar, but I think it's really interesting to, like, show you how descriptive and interesting this is, at least to me. We haven't talked about a bullet or anything basic. It's implied. I mean, okay, the barrel's kind of obvious. He's not trying to be subtle about it, but he still then envision blackness, leave you hatless, fucking capless. All of this is you losing your life and no longer having a head. You know, yep. like that's that's really fun and well done. But meanwhile, the flow is completely on point. Everything is rhyming like barrel passes in your glasses. Just rhyme up a hundred percent. OK, it is just vivid, fucking imaginative storytelling, you know, and then it kind of feeds into this like idea like this is who we are. You, you, you can't like you can doubt us and all, but I'm able to write this. OK, can you write this? And I feel like that's what it is. And then I like how he ends it. Like, even your girl catch the capsule. I love pussy, but never the it's attached to. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? All things considered, this just feels like a guy spitting his mission statement at the world a little bit more than it feels like somebody trying to impress you. He's just describing shit. And that was on his mind in this day is the entire vibe I'm getting off that verse. Then the hook is fucking proper. I don't have a lot to comment on it. It just bounces. It's just a fucking good hook. It just kind of ties the song together. You know people's going to be wrapping it out. And it's pretty like just braggadocious in a good way. We is who we is. Um, I think Vinny Paz brings a little bit more simplicity to his flow while being more complicated with it at the same time. He uses pauses more. He's a little more all over with it but when he gets tricky he gets tricky but i also love how he rhymes and i realized listening to vinnie paz that he's one of those guys that like takes rhyming to levels that like the average person doesn't try to like he can just make a lot of stuff flow together 
And that's what makes this guy special. Again, so Vinny Paz is icon. Is icon. Okay, okay. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to call him Vinny Paz yeah. because it's simpler for my brain. But icon is how So he's how come he goes time. by icon the verbal verbal hologram? As I understand it, that's how he started. Okay. And then he adopted the, you know, when it was Vinny Paz. But, like, he calls okay, himself so both interchangeably on this album, so. Okay, cool. Um, But, yeah, I just think he's fucking cool. Like, we itching to kill. That's why we spit in the real. And, the, like, I, I don't even think I can say real and kill the way he does. But he did it. And and that really blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. Um, so apparently, as Ismail is saying, he's only caught Icon the first two albums. Mm, I was like enough. wondering if it was like an Eminem, like Slim Shady, like situation or. Yeah. Okay. And then you know, stick to the drill. Maybe we grip in a mill. The clip will be spilled. Dumped him and ditch on a hill. And just the way he keeps that rhyme scheme running, but basically kind of pointing out the whole way through this verse, where like, yo, we's real about our shit. We're actually about this. We trying to build our enterprise and get our escape out. You either ride with us or you are ops. That's basically what he's saying, mm-hmm. but he does it really exquisitely with his blunt, raw rhyming that I find really attractive and good to listen to. Yep. Um, I don't have a lot more commentary on the bars. In a lot of ways, I feel like with Vinny Paz, it's the bluntness. Like we got like to quote fascists because we're yep. the meanest. Like nowadays, that would be like. Oh my gosh, you quoted a fascist. And I guess that's the point. He's that guy. He doesn't go fuck like what he, you think. He he goes over the limit. He I likes mean, it's kind of like a shock value. But instead of actually quoting a fascist and pissing you off, he just alludes to it. Not mm-hmm. to say that he doesn't do it. I could not tell yeah. you if he does it later on. I wasn't paying attention to that shit. But I think it's a brilliant fucking start to this project. Yeah. I like some more others. Bit better than this in a significant enough way to call this a 4.5, but it's a 4.5. This is some excellent fucking music to me. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot more album to do, I know, but this is an excellent fucking project, so we're going we're gonna to talk about it. So let's talk about Contra. Before I, I hand it over to Bonnie, I did have a quick thought just sure. on the outro. Sometimes people lead the outros, and I find them kind of boring. I don't mean that, like, whatever, but, like, if it's just the beat open for, like, a minute, and it's just the beat playing, and nothing really happens, it's not my favorite. I know lots of people fuck with that, and I think part of it is they left that open so that people could, like, steal it, maybe, and remix it, or use it. Like, I'm Mm. starting to, like, look at the game a little differently. Like, if you're a beat maker, you might want to leave a part of your beat open for that stuff. But... With this one, I noticed the scratching kicks in, like, the second the vocals start. It's almost like instantly Stoop was like, nah, I'm going to talk here and do it in his own way. And he really brought some life to it. And I really appreciated the way they made that outro kind of, like, keep my interest. Uh, it's really it's really just noteworthy to me. Um, but what do you think about this song? Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, it sort of has, like, this, like, creepy, but, like, like, it makes you like want to like nod your head beat sort of it's just like kind of interesting and fun and like kind of like like hypnotic a little bit um so we've got like you know icon the verbal hologram is pretty hype um i really really love his verse he's just like fire when he spits um it's amazing uh kilisha is sort of like <laughs> i took away that he was sort of like the the easy e to like end uh, NWA like in terms of like the sound <laughs> of like his voice um, and like just Allah it's you know nice as well he gives us like you know kind of like 
badass type uh, lyrics and like you know sort of just like how they're gonna how they're the best and they're gonna like destroy any like stupid ass bitch that comes at them that like tries to like play them basically um so yeah i thought it was uh pretty nice i gave this one a 4.5 on 5 fair enough um so i don't know the beat i feel like it's a hit or miss beat for me um i liked how it kind of like because it's not that long of a song it's only three minutes 19 so i liked like the it's not too long i think about the length i just found out like earlier when i listened to the beat i was like I don't know if this is my favorite beat. Mm. And then I listen to it now, and I'm like, the beat's alright, but I like my favorite parts when the scratching kicks in. So in a lot of ways, with guys like Vinny and Just Allah, who are going to consistently bring the same quality of rapping to the table, like what am I gonna be able to say different? Spoilers on every song, Vinny is a technically proficient, excellent rapper. I'm not gonna diminish that. It is actually fucking finesse at the max. Yeah. And I can understand listening to somebody like him, why like other flows look trash to people. Like why certain flows like are like, oh, like Vinny sees like ways to slice the flow in yep. just a perfect split second. Like like these guys break it down to like microseconds of exact precision on how to like slice up the flow, which I think just puts them perfectly into the pocket. And I really like it across the whole army of the Faro squad that like end up coming across this album. You see a lot of, of, of precision and it's just dope and you see it right here. But like on top of that, the lyrics are just interesting. Like hold the device tight. When it's time for a mic fight, you're a pagan trying to battle someone who's Christ like, you know, that's like, that's an interesting line, right? Because at this, I believe just allows a five percenter. I say that because he has his line at the end where he's like, uh, fucking with gods jedi mind tricks y'all suckers like born without dicks but you know fucking with gods in this context is clearly the idea of a guy being a black man or i don't fully understand it okay. but i understand the terminology in a very very top level kind of way right mm-hmm. so if you come in that sense someone who's christ-like is like being a god so you're just a pagan you're not somebody but a lot of that is self-awareness and like strength of oneself and understanding of who you are right so in a sense like he's kind of commenting your inability to understand who you are makes you unable to fucking come at me because you're not nice like that right you know the precise knight that smashed you with the white pipe i don't know what the fucking white pipe is in this context but the precise knight really made sense to me because on top of that he's christ-like and you know knights in general um that's fair. As Ismail said, the previous song, Outside of Nation, is Islam right. reference. I think I remember that, yeah. Um, but, yo, the precise knight's a cool line, too, because knights were attached to divinities, right? Like, you were often attached to a godlike figure. So if you're yep. Christ-like and you're a knight, that's, like, actually really fucking smart bars. So you can break down the rest of the verse like this if you want. It's fucking cool. But I also like when he flips up his, his flow at the end when he's like, that's why the brain's raw. That's why your veins pour. And, yo, the brain's raw and veins pour. I can't actually do it justice. I could probably spend 23 hours learning how to like fucking make those words rhyme like he does. I can't do it on the fly. But he makes it all just like raw, paw. And I'm like, I can't do it. I don't know how he fucking does it. But it actually is clear what he's fucking saying. But he's making these words rhyme. And he just runs that scheme down to the end and it's fucking fire. Yep. The chorus is aight. The chorus is good. I don't have like a huge lot to say about it just kind of feels like we're ready to battle we underground we're ready to take over killer shot was cool 
I liked him because he stood out, and I think that they have a lot of features on this album, and this album is a great example of where a lot of features can be done to excellence because uh, they all sound kind of different than Vinny and Jessala. They all come kind of like add flavor to the tracks. Um, the last time I felt it was really done, like where it was almost like necessary, was that um, Crazy Bone uh, Thug Mentality 1999. It was like 40 something tracks, and it was, it was like all the ones that had features were like, yes, thank goodness. So, given how many like different songs in a very similar vein there are, bringing the crew in, but very importantly, the talented and can hold their own on a track crew in. Uh, really does a lot to like yep. enhance the whole thing because your killer shot sounds nice yep. but they also just like it, it felt like everybody wrote a lot of bars and i'm just saying it sounds like those were the best of his verse and they put that shit in there and it sounds great um and i i, I enjoyed it i don't have a lot to comment on it he's cool it just sounded good it is what it is <laughs> uh it sounded um the chorus kicks in just a lot it comes through and i feel like him and Vinny paz together mm -hmm. create like this cool two sides to a coin kind of vibe so you have Vinny who's just like rough and tough and ready to fuck you up yeah and then just a lot is gonna educate your ass while fucking you up um i feel like it's cool yeah. uh, i don't have a lot more to comment on his verse i think it's real do dope evidently there's a certain f word they use that doesn't look great in 2021 but the fuck am i gonna say in 2000 everybody was using that word so it is what it is um, I'm not really gonna judge the past like that. I'm no better in 2000, and I was 12. I was doing all sorts of vile shit with my mouth with mm -hmm. words. But I really enjoy how like they just really kind of seem to be kind of spitting this. We're gonna break down the reality as we understand it. Vibe to you. We're not here to impress you, and that is the most important thing. Like it just has big dick energy the whole way through it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a 4.25 though. Because yeah, I'm okay. not like sold on the beat. I'm sold on the raps. I'm not sold on this beat. There's so many other beats I love, okay? Y'all can let me have like one that I'm not sold on. Okay. Anyway, anyway, if y'all are ready, we can go and listen to the next track. And if you're watching this on YouTube later, we cut it because it's on YouTube later. Speech Cobras, your lady friend Bonnie, what do you think about Speech Cobras? Well, um,. Sort of like the the clip at the beginning is from like a weird sort of like. You don't even know if it's weird. You didn't even know what the movie was until it's just still before. weird. It's been verified. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's still weird. So from some weird movie where like a kid goes you know blind from looking at the sun too much and then like you know learns his lesson and I don't know. It's sort of like weird and like feels like it's a little sci-fi. Um, but, uh, I don't think it is, right? So, um, anyways, the, the beat is sort of, like, trippy feeling. Um, it kind of has, like, a, like, a 1960s, like, Indian-inspired, plus it also feels like I'm in, like, the galaxy, like, floating around and doing whatever there, so it kind of, like, there's a lot going on, um, in, like, the sound of it. Um, so we've got Mr. Liff and... He, he's like smooth and he's good and I like him and he's fr he's from uh, company what is it company I, flow I was gonna, it's company flow with fun because we did their fun crusher plus yeah I was getting all that confused in my head so um, yeah so like you know it's nice to see like him again and uh, so, sort of about like you know God and like the devil and um, 
it's like also like you know pretty hard at the same time you know like while while they're talking about that and but the lyrics are kind of like out there a little bit um and they are a little bit weird which is you know i'm guessing like you know on theme for the song because it's supposed to be weird that's why they have that weird sort of like you know movie part featured so um this one just feels like they're just trying to really be like artsy artists like that's kind of what it feels like to me um so i give this one like a 4.2 on five I feel like part of it was also like a little bit political too, right? Mm-hmm. Like in a sense of you know that what the criticisms of your album are going to be off the jump given the bulk of your content. So you also know that people are probably only going to listen to the first three songs before they render a big time judgment. Your intro's fine. That's 46 seconds. So track four in this case would be like the moment of judgment rendering. So you have two like pretty hard verses where they've been kind of light on the more poetic side of things or yeah. track wise. And then you bring in this one where it's like a super abstract introduction. Like it almost is like appealing in a more pop sense, not to say like pop, but more pop in a, to or at least appealing to a very different market is, I guess, what yeah. I would like to say with that. Not pop because neither of them are that pop. Um then you get that amazing first verse, which is fucking poetic as fuck. Um, and I like the part that Ismail highlighted in the comment that probably you can see in the video. You know, as your skeleton crush, your physical turns to gelatin, plus due to overstimuli, you liquefy. And that's like at a very like ethereal level what's actually fucking happening when you fucking die. <laughs> you know, and like as you decompose yeah. and all of that goodness. You know, I send you back to the earth soil to quench the turmoil when the ground splits to swallow the corporations and cops give birth to rocks so we can have solid ground on which to walk. And I like how it almost extends that like in the effort to destroy you as part of this bigger situation where we are trying to overpower this toxic system that is fucking shit up to almost return back to like a base, uh, a base that we can build upon. You know, I really like it. It, it just feels bigger than individual people. And that's what mm-hmm. I really like. Something you said at the beginning, there was a very big we element to, to what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's huge in their in their uh, their music. I'm like, there's such a big force of people. And as I think a lot about music scenes and all of that, it's like, you know, look at how many people are collaborating and working together to create this like awesome and this big force, you know? Yep. So like, it, it's it's really cool. It's really like dope to just kind of see this this energy brought in, and I don't think either of the other two could have brought that verse. So they brought Mr. Liff in and had him start the track off to make sure it got that vibe. And then you get the devil lurks into my heart, irks for the hell. So you can easily take that as in you know the satanic temptation side, but also with that corporations bit that we just got, the sense of it being white people and the toxic capitalist environments that exploit certain communities. So I love that like double entendre that gets slapped in throughout um you know that chorus just the last proper on this i really enjoyed it i feel like it's a little more on that ethereal side of it too you know it's definitely not in the same realm of just like we're gonna come fuck you up Mm -hmm. so it's like but it's still kind of got some intensity like you know must out orbits around nine planets of forces ominous metaphorics and vision of devil corpses so yeah we're gonna come at you but we're actually talking about systemic issues so yeah maybe they're coming at certain people but there's reason for it yep. lion hoarders mad scientist slash author present the type of horror that boils your holy water and even that it's like your religion your situation your things that are toxic 
to our environment. And I really like that. Hard boys become toys inside the real saga. So why bother? My whole floor or alliance is harder. So it's like you can come through with your whole talk and your movements and your this and that. But like we're actually out here doing it is kind of the vibe. And I really enjoy that. Anyway, the rest of the verse kind of follows suit and again has that mission statement, proactive, build you up kind of feel to it. Then um, the third verse, I feel like, you know, Vinny does what he can. So open the gates of Midian for the fans like the flesh. So this one, I feel like he's like tapped back into what he was doing on the last project or is a little more out there like that. Uh, three, but then I like three cyborgs who bang like Ladesh. So it turns out a Ladesh is a person who fucking wants a whole bunch of um, attention and shit. Hmm. So Bangladesh country. Yep. And then bang like Ladesh. So like you make a lot of noise to get your attention. Mm. And they're cyborgs who have fucking bangers on there. So it's actually really fucking cool. That is one of my favorite bars on the album. I didn't know what a Ladesh was, but I felt like there had to be something to it. Anyway, you know, we hang the best spit venom until your face burn, yet the critics are parasitic like a tapeworm. So yes, he kind of brings it back into the hardness. They tucked him away at the end of the track too. Made sure that you got the ethereal before you got Vinny to come through and still make sure you got your hard shit. But I still feel like he's trying to teach you. Like snake turning fake urines, the kiss of Judas. We take lives with nice steady abusing you. So it's not just we're coming at you, but like look at the environment and why we have to. There are some Judases out there amongst the world that creates this, this world. Anyway, I just fucking dig this track a lot. I think it's really strong. The beat's really good. The hook is really great. I gave it another 4.5. It's awesome. Um, cool. Are you ready to talk about another interlude? The little... Breath of God. All right, let's do it. I felt so cool here before Bonnie talks, and it's not even going to become like as cool until the next track, unless you know what's coming on the next track. But uh, first of all, his drums is banging. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just kind of continuing on talking about this shit spaced out, giving you a sense of looking at life in a more ethereal way, meaning life being particles and energy and really going into some astrophysical stuff where, like, I think it's meant to say as much as we do all this hard shit, we actually do take the time to learn about this other stuff too. Like, we are way more than you want to give us credit for. But then... The very last thing you hear on this track is it gets really, really silent and you hear a single fucking note. And in my notes, before hearing the following track and really making the connection, I'm like, yo, that sounds like the theme song from The Undertaker. And everything about the aesthetic is like the theme song to The Undertaker too. You know, like it gets all fucking black and then you hear the before it like kicks in, you probably are like, now I don't know what you're talking about. That's fine. Ding ding ding. But that's what happens like <laughs> but that's what's kind of like what happened on the song. And if you know what's going to start at the beginning of the next track, mm. I was like, yo, good catch holding cuz nice. at first I wrote it down like I don't know about that. I'm going to write the note. It's what it reminded me of. So I think that's so fucking cool that they did that cuz they game they dropped everything away in the beat and left it for a second like as if the Undertaker was actually there to do a fucking introduction. And I think that's pretty banging. Otherwise, nice. I love the drums. I love what the fuck they're doing on this one. I think it's fucking amazing. 
Um, I give it a 4.5. I actually apparently gave the other tracks less grades, but my grades suck, so who fucking cares what grades I give? Uh, <laughs> anyway, Breath of God is a 4.5 according to my notes, too, but I really yep. fucking uh, like it a lot. I really do. This one is one of my favorites. I think these interlude things are some of the highlights of this album, almost more so than the songs, which is kind of a weird thing to say, yeah. but at least this one really stuck out to me. Um, yeah, it's only 38 seconds, so, I mean, it's pretty short and, like, you know, sweet and does what it does. Um, you know, it definitely has, like, a super stick beat. I really liked it, and it also I liked the drums, and I liked the, the church bells that were mixed into it because it is obviously the breath of God. Like, you know, it's supposed to be, like, godly, and they're talking about religion and sort of, like, that kind of vibe, while at the same time kind of talking about the universe and, like, kind of science and stuff like that. So I think that that's kind of, like... Like those two topics are often controversial together, so I think that that's kind of cool that they kind of stuck them together and they, you know, made it kind of work for them. Um, I always appreciate listening to like the old, um, you know, the voice, you know, the, per the the voice that you were hearing is that of Stephen Hawking's, um, and that's him talking, uh, you know, about you know space and time, and like, you know, he's always interesting to listen to. He did put out a brief history on space. He sure did. Um, yeah, and then it kind of ends with, like, you know, light church bells. For me, like, that's what I caught from it. So that's, you know, cool that you caught something from something that you know. Uh, yeah, I dig it. I liked it. I gave it a 4.5 as well. All right, let's talk about uh, Death March. Let's. All right, Bonnie, <clears throat> how do you feel about this one? Um, so, yeah, we have, like, you know, for me, it was just sort of like a creepy movie uh, clip that was put in here. Um, it definitely has like a super like energy. Just established that that is not a creepy movie clip, but that is the Undertaker from right. professional wrestling doing a bit. Okay, see, there you go. Um, you win. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, it definitely has like a fun like kind of creepy beat, but like it definitely like I said is very like energetic. Um. I liked the end of Virtuoso's verse. Uh, laugh with the Jedi mind tricks. We rhyme stick and side bricks for dime chicks. I'll strangle you. Use my use my same hands to give you the Heimlich so you can live to face more punishment from my divine lips. So I thought that that was like, like, like really good, like lyrics. I don't know. I liked them. Um... I really appreciate like the sound of like the the soldiers that are like marching quickly like you know so it sounds like they're you know the so like the troops are being sent out to like kill and destroy and like they're like you know like they're they're heading out to something and um you know that they're just gonna like destroy you in some way or another um and then it kind of ends with like let evil guide you so more of like the kind of what was from like the beginning and uh yeah i don't know Overall, I, I liked it. Uh, it has a really nice energy to it. It's kind of, like, enjoyable to listen to. Even if you don't, like, listen to, like, the lyrics or, like, catch all the lyrics, um, the beat is, like, really, like, yeah, nice. Like, banging. even if you have it, like, on in, like, the background, like, it'll be, like, a nice album to listen to in, like, the background of, like, something. Like, I don't know. If you're into that kind of vibe, like, the whole album is, like, cohesive in that sense. Um, so, yeah, I gave it a 4.6 on 5. Um, yo, I love the beat on this. It really just picks up. It got this different energy, and I think it's also cool, right? Because we have this interlude, right? Right. And when you have an in okay, relax. Uh, <laughs> I know. Okay, I'm the worst. Uh, when we have an interlude, uh, it's supposed to change something. So mm -hmm. I like the fact that they come in with a whole different energy, which again showcases how dope fucking stoop is. 
And then you bring in Virtuoso, who I'm not that familiar with. Jermaine uh, Zimmerman says he's one of the best, underrated and whatnot. I really like his flow. I think it's tricky, but he's on point with it, right? Like, he doesn't ever fuck up. Like, the early parts are rushed in a way, but they're really deliberately done so that he lands on, on point the entire way through. That's the kind of shit I fuck with, and I'm maybe not the best at, but I really like that kind of stuff. Um, so I really appreciate his finesse with it. But what really caught my attention was when he said, telling 7L to scratch a plate. And I was like, wait a second. I know the name 7L. And I'd been staring at the name Esoteric for a fucking second. And I'm like, why the fuck do I know Esoteric? I feel like Esoteric and 7L is something I'm very familiar with. And then it clicked that these is the dudes in, in Sarface, however the fuck you say it. And I'm fucks with yep. them heavy. I've been telling motherfuckers that Sarface is the shit for a couple of years now. And then I'm like, oh, I should probably fucking remember that it's Esoteric and 7L if that's the case. But yeah, that was fucking cool for me to like go through that little Googles and, and you know, figuring that shit out proper on the fly. Um, but I'm not that familiar with Virtuoso, so I'm also curious now. And that's what I think is really cool about this yeah. album is um, at and this good. point every single feature we've heard is somebody you're kind of left with this desire to go investigate a little bit more on um over out of bars is proper like i'm omnipotent you claim to win battles when the beef starts i'll punch the tree barks and pass the chainsaw to a leaf's heart so it's like fuck that the chainsaw makes it easy easy you know i'm fucking savage with it i'm gonna punch a tree and my hand hurt thinking about that like i'm not punching a fucking tree yeah give me the nice. damn chainsaw he'll fuck me up that's all i'm trying to say what? um Anyway, wow, if I'm going at a tree, I'm not punching a tree. I'm wow. not tough like Rude. that. It's what it is. Anyway, that's the whole what point. What did that tree ever do to you? But I also like that part you broke down at the end there because yeah. it's really fucking cool because he's going to slap you physically but not kill you so he can still roast you with his fucking lips. Like yeah. He's just so brilliantly and eloquent, eloquently put together. But then just a lot just fucking comes in. Like you're expecting a hook or something and no, there isn't one. And just fucking he comes in and you're like, yeah, that's nice too. And then uh, he does his verse. It's fucking proper. I don't have a lot to comment on it. Um, okay, never mind. Rank you no class like Marxist is a fucking great bar. I didn't even catch that till just now. Holy fuck, that's cool. That's like because in Marxism, people don't have class. You know, everyone's right. kind of the equals. So he's saying you have no class. Like, <laughs> that's actually fucking great. I wish people used bars like that more. Anyway, I get why they don't. I really do. But anyway. Uh, I'm the last head you should ever try to fuck with. Be the next member in the cast of my snuff flick. Ooh. See, that's the type of shit where it's brutaler. And I'm realizing maybe we hold ourselves back sometimes as artists. And, like, we think this shit, but we don't say this shit. And people kind of respect the people who just say the shit that they think. And so I really, like, you know, this album was really kind of big on me when I was listening to it. Because I was thinking about a bunch of stuff. Uh, Vinny does his thing. It's fucking cool. I love his biblical bars, right? We ravenous, exhume the tomb of Lazarus. You blasphemous, we bring war to pacifists. So that's pretty cool, too, because I think Lazarus is the one that came back from the dead. So they're bringing him back from the dead a, a, right. a second time. Uh, but So that's kind of like a ravenous move, right? On top of that... Um, you blasphemous so that's interesting right because the only reason that lazarus was brought back from the dead was on the faith of christ so if you blasphemous you lack the power to bring in what they were trying to they're able to do right. so they're able to bring anyway you got you guys get it but it's actually got that level of depth when you take the time to like stop and think about the fucking bars the thing is is that on the other hand it's a lot of that 
And so I don't want to go through and just make this lyrical breakdown shit. Y'all fucking were not <laughs> clicking on the videos when I was going that deep in it. I heard, I listened. Anyhow, I fucking really like this song too. It's another 4.5. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Esoteric because I, you know, I'm sorry, y'all. How dare you? Esoteric was sick. My gosh, she just rode that flow. Uh, Ismail said that in the comments, and I agree. Yep. I don't know about the bars as being the most pivotably interesting or whatever, but nobody else dropped dino bars, okay? <laughs> Who else was saying you can never fuck with the esoterodactyl? Fuck that. Pterodactyls are cool. Well, they I mean, it's part fly. of his name, I guess, right? I don't know if it is. It could be. Either way, he dropped a dinosaur. Was it like the esoteric period? It is. Es yeah. I don't. It doesn't change the fact that... <laughs> That's when the dinosaurs ruled. Uh, anyway, I'm just trying to say that it's a fucking fire thing to come across. His rap skills will thrash you, and then just motherfucker. That was my favorite way to end a verse on this. Mm -hmm. But his flow is ridiculous. Everybody here sounds good, but everybody here brings something different to the table. Yep. And everything that you've heard that's been brought different to the table is different than what Mr. Left and Killer Shaw does. Is different than what other people bring to the table. And I think that's part of what makes it really like stellar, this experience that we're going on with Violent by Design, which isn't that violent, all things considered. You <laughs> know, It's kind of there to trick you, yep. I think, a little bit. So, yo, let's go on and check out a little skitsy poo where hopefully somebody in the comments can, you know, explain some shit. Because it's words for Mr. Len part one. I'm going to be 100% real with you. Okay, do it. I don't know who the fuck Mr. Len is. So this is such a contextless thing. Is, so, like, to me, I'm listening to this and I'm like, I bet this is some joke that everybody else gets and just makes a whole bunch of sense to. But I don't really Google it or anything. So I just kind of, like, the production's fine. It just came. It went. I'm not 100% sure what we're doing here, but Mr. Len has some words for us. It's fine. Um, Ismail doesn't know who he is either. Uh, maybe somebody else knows. But I thought like, he's from Company Flow. Yeah, and okay, but like I don't understand in the context so of it. There, he Mr. Liff and Mr. Len are not the same guy. So. Just that. So Mr. Len. Oh. Mr. <laughs> Liff, I actually Googled it. I was like, wait a second, and then I'm like, oh, wait. Okay. This is Mr. Liff. I have him over here. Just right. so y'all know, I'm not talking shit. I looked okay, up his Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Mr. Len might be from Company Flow. Mm. You're right, actually, now that you're saying that. But what I'm saying is more. But, anyways, it's just some guy leaving. Yeah, that's what Jermaine is saying, too. We can just say it's some guy. No, no, and, no. And he's leaving a, a message. I it's don't just get like the classic phone message. The fucking context of the message. I don't understand it. I feel like there's some joke here or some personality quirk or there's some something. It's just that him being goofy, everybody... leaving a message, and uh, he's from New Jersey or like someone's from New Jersey. And but I, that doesn't make any okay. sense. I guess I just don't understand anything. But it sounds that... like, for me, like, I, like, you know, because it is like a classic sort of like phone message, like, for me, it's sort of. You know, like how I kind of like touched on like how they sound like older than they are. Like this is something that like was like, you know, m like more commonly featured on like earlier albums um, because, you know, I mean, there was more use of like, I guess, you know, answering machines or like, you know, like the pager system and like all of that. That's and funny. like so. Um, so like for me, like that's kind of like why it sounds like, you know, again, like, you know, early 90s is ish um and i like the beat over it i i have no problem with it i gave it a 4.5 so here's the thing i'm with ismail this shit doesn't make any sense to me on this album 
So, I mean, I get it from the sense that it's a thing that's done. I like how Jermaine's like, I just skip it now. But it's like, well, I don't yeah. I don't understand it, okay? Like, is there a social commentary happening here that I'm missing? It's, I think they're just, like, shouting out their buddy and like, you know, what is it, a minute? Less than a minute? I hear so. you, and it's a break, and I'm not even hating on that front. In fact, that's why I said I don't know if, if there's a joke here I don't get. I feel like there's some, like, missing element that was like context of that time where like everybody heard this and was like, oh, Mr. Len, and I don't get the Good joke. Name. So I'm just like, Mr. Len's words are here, part one. Don't worry, folk, there's a part two. And that says my feeling with it, like, okay, I give it a four. Is it actually bad to listen to? No, but I don't get it. So it's hard to have any emotional attachment to it in any way, really. It's just, I recognize that Stoops fire on it and it's it's like, it's not shade. It plays, but I just don't understand it. Um, so yeah, that's my feedback. He, on yeah, it. yeah. Mr. Mr. Len is from Company Flow, and he's from New Jersey. But like, what else to tell you about him? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I mean, I appreciate those facts of his life. To all the ladies, if you climb the ladder for success, don't let the guys look under your dress. They'll think you're cute. They'll think you're fine. But nine months later, that shit ain't mine. That's right. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like I do know what you mean. Anyway, we, what did you give it? 4.5. All right. You liked it a lot? It was good. Right, I can't wanna, be, I'm not a hater. I'm not being a hater. I don't understand it. Let's talk about I against I. Oh. Bonnie, <clears throat> what are your thoughts on this? Um. Yeah. I mean, another, like, super, like, nice, smooth, kind of, like, old school sounding beat. I really dig it. Um... Like, you know, I get the feeling, you know, that, like, these guys, like, enjoy each other's company. Um, you know, they sound friendly, like, especially with the, with each other within the, their little crew. Um, you know, I'm like, you know, they're, like, I don't know, so good. And, <laughs> uh, you know, they're, like, out in space because they're, like, so high up. They're, like, at the top and they just, like, you know, keep on going, like, you know, I don't know. It's cool. It's really smooth. It's just like a really like nice track to listen to. Um, yeah, I give it a four point four on five. I really like it. I mean, just look at the beginning. In my historical oracle, I blast metaphorical. I mean, that's a really in that's like as I'm using my voice to tell my history, I do this via metaphor. Yep. You know, editorials educating in my territorial. So that's in contrast to the way the media sources and other people's narratives are effectively in my neighborhood trying to rebrand and reshape almost that history that he's trying to fucking blast off with, you know? Got torn heavily armed with 70 bombs that'll blast divine like the heavenly psalm. I'm going to assume that's some convoluted way of saying I'm in this nation of Islam thinking and I'm really like into myself in terms of a positive way i'm not trying to be bad within my language is trash now but y'all i'm hope getting what i mean and it just kind of goes from there it's a beautifully and eloquently put together verse where yeah, i feel like there's this depth like when he goes my style is art recognize lyrical purity i feel that right like it isn't just hyperbolic it just kind of has that sense to it that rolls through and it's nice and then you get that ill duff is like the sun because we shine with rhymes and that like um, fucking chorus is absolutely beautiful, right? It's almost like a mission statement mm -hmm. to the underground. So A, yo, we Philadelphia is what it is. 
but also like when you get the underground is like the moon you only see us at times like that's true right you don't get the moon the is glimpse. always there but you know we only see it at night yeah and then at the times the light skies when the stars recline you know so it's almost like you only get to see it in a glimpse when the the people like the stars and shit kind of back away and let your focus kind of see it like that you know and then that's kind of cool when they combine their names after but i felt like that chorus just really really sells the song like the verses are great but this is possibly the best chorus on this album mm -hmm. and it's just beautifully put together and i feel like they're all saying it at the same time and it has like this great like effect to it um just the last verse is alright too. I don't know what else to say about it. It kind of like is in line with the other great shit we've been getting. Um, it's more on that ethereal side of things. It's really dope. Like I really like how he's saying shit. Like raps will make you parallax. My domain is power to block synapses inside veins. War shots fired off by the army type warlocks. Mm -hmm. Because yo, if he's blocking synapses inside your veins because of his fucking brains and shit, then effectively he's using the magic of like warlocks. Like I could continue to explain it all, but they just all make sense. Yeah, they're great. But they also make sense in a way where. You don't necessarily have to go so deep on the Googling this time around. You can just kind of think about it a little bit, and it makes plans. But then you got that devil's plan is to have you drip in the Clorox. And then you think about Lysol and Clorox aren't that different. I see motherfuckers spraying Lysol cans as a joke. Just throwing it out there. I'm not trying to go conspiracy theorists. No, what are you talking about? Oh, because currently he's saying No, I think they're trying to whitewash him. Yo, like they're no, trying I was trying to, to make a joke on the fact that currently there's a systemic, like, like there's a conspiracy theory about like all of the COVID shit being kind of like a whole thing, right? And anyway, I was just running with it, like lines oh. like that, you know. So the devil's plan is to have you dripping Clorox. I, I just think that because is like literally a paraphrase of Facebook posts I've seen in my real life. I understand what you're saying mm -hmm. with it. But I just saw that line and I'm like, man, that just totally kind of means something different to me today in the context of what I've seen people say. I personally right. don't think it's a fucking hoax or anything. I definitely understand the power of cleaning products and the realness of a virus and all that stuff. But yeah. that one line just kind of popped off at me like, damn, I could swear I have people on Facebook that are literally saying exactly what that lyric could be conveyed in the framing of the current world that we live in whether or not you agree with that whatever sometimes some of my ideas suck it is what it is um i like that one vinnie paz is also good but i also feel like again he kind of goes hard with it but what i really like is he's like heads dread hallucinogens since vietnam i spit a psalm create bombs like an iraqi but like that whole fucking vietnam bit i think it's like you almost get the sense that he sit there and talk to a lot of people yep. who are now dealing with the consequences of the vietnam war and that may have been a huge inspiration for part of yeah. why he's so educated into these subjects because he's seen the direct impact of like what this can all come to be. And so I really well, it could like, be like, you know, like someone in his family could have been, you know, gone through it or, you know, someone that he knows or like, you know, someone at like, you know, wherever his church. I don't know wherever he is, but I don't know. It just makes me think of that. Fair enough. Um, overall, I kind of like it a lot. Um, I don't I, we got a comment like thoughts on all the obscure titles of songs and i don't know i feel like they're obscure in a sense where like it kind of forces you to think about things a little bit more like why is this called i against i and so maybe it's about how like you you, you listen to them kind of talk about themselves a little bit more um 
Yeah, it's a five on five to me as well, actually. I did give this a five on five. Mm. I don't know if I said that. This song nope. is like fucking flawless to nice. me. Nice. Um, but even part of it is the title. Like, it's like life is honestly ends up becoming a war against yourself. And in a sense, there's the idea of who you're supposed to be in the underground. You tend to choose more to represent who I am versus the conformity of life type of shit. So I think the obscure song titles really build into forcing you to think more. And in a way, it kind of like attracts the people who want that kind of thing and kind of makes people who don't like to think as much maybe want to go to it like you have to be kind of curious to like kind of you know look at this list of titles and be like the fuck does all this even mean you know <laughs> but it, but if you're willing to think about it you get rewarded for it it's almost like really subtle writing in a video game like when you find an easter egg that delights you or something that would be my thoughts on obscure sound titles okay because usually there's a reason yeah well, I mean, it is, like, you know, on par with, like, the overall, like, theme, I think, that they're, like, trying to present. Um, so, yeah. That's all I got to say about I Against I. You ready to move on to Exertion's remix? Yeah. All right, your lady friend, Bonnie. Why don't you tell us how you feel about this track? Um, so, I really like uh, Icon's uh, verse on this one. And, like, you know, he makes some of these, like, you know, very political bars. And he makes, like... He makes them make sense, um, you know, while using like, you know, like all kinds of like random stuff that he's kind of pulling on. So I think that that's kind of like cool that you're kind of getting like sort of like a little bit of like history and like, you know, like a lesson kind of like mixed in with like, well, not necessarily like a lesson, but like interesting bars, like, you know, not like necessarily the regular things that people always like rap about. So I think that they're cool. Um, and he makes like mention of like the Zodiac killer and like some other like things that were, you know, I think I can't remember when, when the Zodiac killer was, I think it was in the sixties. Um, or maybe it was like around like the same time as the Vietnam war. Like, I'm not sure, but, um, anyways, maybe just, it just rhymed. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, uh, esoteric, I, f I feel like he sounds like a little like out of breath on his verse, which totally makes sense, but I feel like you're not supposed to hear it. Like, you know, you're supposed to, like, you know, as a professional, you know, you're supposed to, like, make it look easy like a professional dancer, right? It's not supposed to look hard. So, um, I think, j but just on this one, like, you know, and he does spit, like, you know, pretty hard. So, I mean, I get it. But, anyways, um, yeah. And then uh, Bahamadia, I wasn't really sure how to say her name, um, you know, has, like, you know, de decent lyrics. But for me, like, I, I like the smoothness of it. But, like, I just, I wasn't a fan of, like, the tone of it. Mm. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll check out other stuff for sure. Um, so, for me, I gave it a 4.2 on 5 for me. It had, uh, you know, kind of a little bit of ups and downs. Uh, but it's good overall. Fair enough. Um, I feel like at this point you're getting into, like, the groove of the album. Like, I didn't hear the original one, so I don't know if it's better or worse than yeah. as a remix. Uh, but I definitely vibe to it. I mean, I don't have a lot of comments. This one has a lot of mix of an intensity from Vinny Paz. He has historical bars, which are really fucking cool. You know, like, it, it is it is good to have that sense of knowledge in it. But yeah. I feel like at this point I've also starting to say the same things like who's guilty like the jews and the crucifixion of jesus i mean we could go down that path again but the truth is it's just another great series of bars referencing similar material but effectively showcasing a consistent mentality and and like strength 
that I really enjoy listening to. So, I, like, I don't think I'm conveying how good it is to listen to this in the way <laughs> I'm describing it now. But it's only because I, I, it's like, how many times can you say this is pretty great flow before it sounds kind of like you? I'm just saying the same thing. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, Virtuoso comes through and it's the second time we're getting him on this project and it's delightful. Um, honestly, that your mic's a child that's getting fucked by a wild P word. I don't even think I should say that word, to be honest with you. That was pretty fucking visceral. I was yep. like, that's a hard bar, you know, with bars pressed like guys spit violence pectoral. And I'm like, Haha, that's dope. I just like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the overall energy of it. Um, I uh, definitely like the beat. I like the overall vibe of it. Esoteric sounds cool. I don't have more to comment on it. I guess you're right. I didn't actually notice the out of breath thing. But I also sometimes feel like excessive breath use can be done to enhance a flow or something. Um, and Baja Madia, I don't know. I really liked the effect. It felt like she was really like close to the mic and playing on the phonetics of her mouth sounds more than the other people. And it's a really cool effect. And I can see how it's a little maybe not what is accustomed to in the style of the vocal she's using. Yeah, it could be. But like, I also kind of like the fact that it exists. I feel like she just came and did what she does. And it just sounds really good. Yeah. Um, and it just has a great vibe to it. And it's cool to see her there. Um, overall, I would not say this is my favorite track. I definitely think it's all right. But after the last one, I'm like, okay, we, it's not as good as that one. Let's be real here. So I gave it a 4.5 on 5 because it's enjoyable. And I think like it is a collection of excellent MCs over a great beat. And everything sounds proper to me. I don't dislike Baja Maria, whatever, however you say it, on this. I think she sounds dope. Uh, so I can get how other people might not feel that, but I thought it was like this little spice of distinction at the end where I'm like, who is that? That's interesting. Like it was like, it's like when you have a little flavor and you're eating something and then a little kick at the end that just spices it up in a way that was unexpected, like an aftertaste or some shit like that. Um, anyway, that's all I yep. got to say about this one. Why don't we move on to another little interlude on this project? And this one is called the, the prophecy. prophecy interlude. Hold All right, on. I'm ready. Um, I like it. I like the I like the beginning of it. Um, I like the overall sound. It's fine. It's quick. It's only 36 seconds. 4.4. <laughs> I like the communicating thing, you know, because we've gotten a lot of now different little images of what's going on to make people feel like what is the things that drive the violent design, right? Mm -hmm. So it is mine. I remember the, the first war. It was just meant to be. I stood with my brothers, watched Lucifer fall, but now my brothers are not brothers and have uh, come here, but we are mortal, you know? So it's like you get the sense of how much of an impact war really has. But yeah. also this idea On of, generations, too. So if you take that same level of thinking back into, the, like, the environment where all these kids are being raised and all these people are coming through, you can almost see how the environment, in a way, is creating violence via the design of it. And even though like everybody PT, came here you know, to PTSD be... PTSD and, and like, like, all of that kind of stuff, like, having to deal with, like mental issues that probably were never um, looked into, um, you know, and having to deal with, like, those types of stressors as well. But it's also, like, if you look in some communities, which are not mine, I know, but if you look in some of them, um, you absolutely have situations where by the time you're, like, 20, you've already watched people your age, your peers, your brothers fall. Yep. Right? And 
that probably has a fucking hugely psychological impact on a bunch of young folk. Absolutely. And then I think this is a really interesting message that's being communicated here over the course of this album that really adds power. So I think I, I give it a 4.5. It's, it's a, I like them. I feel like these little skits do a lot to communicate the overarching theme of the Feeling. album to everybody so that you fully understand what's being communicated via these tracks. Yep. Um, so let's move on then to Heavenly Divine. Bonnie, you know the deal. You know the steelio. I sure do. Um, so Icon, uh, whatever, the hologram starts us off like fucking hard as usual. Um, like just so great. Um, uh, yeah, so that's all. I mean, that's the synopsis of him. Um, so great. So great. Um, I like the chorus, but it does get like a little bit like too repetitive. I found like a little bit, um, you know, got Jess Alla on there and he's nice as well. You know, the, the rest aren't as hard as uh, icon. I just want to, you know, mention that I feel like, you know, has kind of been brought up, but, um, and I really like the the spitting back and forth on like the last verse like that's very fun Did they sound like they were some good buddies yes it does uh you know they are you know i really love like the teamwork and like you know obviously the time that was spent putting you know into like that verse and basically like they're blessed and you're not and like too bad for you basically and uh love this one it's so cute like yeah great job uh 4.5 on 5 yeah, it's a pretty solid track. I like how they have Pope John Paul II doing the kind of, I think he does the outro too, but the intro and outro to kind of create that religious thing. And it almost feels like we're going to make fun of the church a little bit and we're going to come through and use that as the main theme for this track. Yeah. And it worked really well uh, because they do have a deep knowledge of it, so they're able to kind of do some interesting shit with it. I like the beginning just another sacrificial lamb that died at the hands of a hologram sent him to the dungeon and bludgeoned his fucking clan holy lamb who spit the live shit the do you know so right there you have a sacrificial lamb which is kind of you know these mcs that he's eating and shit and this is kind of in the sense that lambs were killed for the sake of literally just that you know and sacrifice to the greater deity but then when he's the holy lamb which he's already done these comparisons for himself to that godlike figure within himself so he's that one so i like how after he is the one that's bludgeoning motherfuckers in the dungeon but he takes the concept of a lamb and uses it twice and it's not whack he's not even trying to like fucking be extra complicated on some shit that like you know other people would try He's just being complicated on some concept shit. I really enjoyed it. I really like that a lot. It's just a hard fucking verse, you know? I also like that what, 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 what at the end. I just yeah. got a fucking vibe to it. Chorus is banging. It hits really heavy. Just a lot of verses are really strong too in the same kind of wet vein. Um, I don't have a lot more to comment on it. It's a really good one. I enjoy listening to it a lot. It just is smooth. They vibe off of each other in an excellent way where they bring something different to, to the table each. But then putting them together with the way they bounced off of each other, it just sounded great. They just sound like, honestly, they, they, they literally can just finish each other's sentences is the effect they gave. I don't know who wrote what part or how you actually write these verses like this. The logistics of it are not clear, 
But like you said, excellence is when you make it look easy. Mm -hmm. And they absolutely made this look easy. And I like how it's just at the end, they're like staying underground. What motherfucker is like, yo, we don't even care. This is just who we are. We don't want that fame and shit. We just want to eat and make sure that we deal with our stuff and create the music we want to create. The outro is proper. The, the beat is really well done. I'm going to go ahead and give this one another 4.5 on 5. Nice. I really liked it a lot. Um, and then the next one is called Sa Sacrifice. That's right. All right, your lady friend Bonnie, how are you <clears> feeling <throat> at track 12 of this project? Um, well, the begin like the very first like uh, sample is like really like interesting. Like you know, you see so many people like die already, so it's just like you know like that. That's sort of like the reality of um, you know being a black you know, man, black person, whatever. Um, and like when I heard the the ants like clip, I was like, hold up. I'm like, they used an ants clip like and it works and I love it. And like, you know, I saw ants in theaters. I'm like, and I, at first I thought it was um, Rip Torn. And then I looked up who it was and it's it, of course. And I was like, it's Gene Hackman, obviously. But um yeah, and I, you know, I thought Vinny Paz or like Icon on this one, in on Genius at least, it, he it was called, you know, he goes by Vinny Paz. I don't know why, um, but uh, yeah, he's smooth, he's good, great, um, you know, he, like, and the beat is on par with like, you know, the rest of like the album basically. Like, I really like the mixing. Um, this one was really good. This one is probably like my second favorite on the album. Um, this one gets like an extra points for ants. Like I obviously, like I went and literally was like, oh, I'm gonna boost it up one just because of the ants thing. Um, yeah, and so I gave it a four point seven out of five. I like this one too. Um, on top of just the idea of like all the death and how people are kind of conditioned into sacrificing yep. themselves for the sake of their country or colony or whatever, it's just witness the art of combat. The center is where the bombs at. It's illegal for the feeble to see beyond that. That line kind of resonated with me because, like, so many people are, like, kind of living in these, these I don't, don't want to call them bubbles per se, but, like, these life plans and these ways to go and how to approach situations. And, I mean, I don't know. It's almost like there's this big agreed upon way to look at the world. And then it's almost like it's illegal to, you know, look beyond that. You know, you, you have to, like, play by the design by people. You know what's out there that already exists so it's almost like in a sense combative like all of these sneaky tactics that get used to like force people into you know conformity or to, to believing in, in negative things I don't know I really liked it a lot I like the whole verse I like the fact that you're still kind of left on this sense of being able to still think about things and feel a sense of inspiration from the lyrics because you know we are kind of deep into the album right and it's still bringing new ideas to the table even though stylistically it's been very consistent so <clears throat> the style doesn't change a lot but the actual content of the bars does vary enough to both be relevant for this project while still giving you more shit to eat like you know yep. with the violence of hamburger hail to kill so then you are going to go look that up and learn about these things that happened in vietnam that created this kind of a reaction and this that the next thing which you might not have gotten before so it adds this layer of context to it 
Um, just the last verse is also really good. I don't really have a lot to comment about it either. I think it's pretty solid. It fits the theme of it. Um, and I don't. I wasn't hit with the same level of insight at any bars. I'm not gonna lie. At a certain point on the second half of a project, you're like, yo, I don't even know what I'm gonna say about half of this stuff. I've already like it is exactly the same shit that I really like on this that I liked on retaliation. It's like the same kind of vibe. Like we're we're this deep in and spoilers, it's a lot of the same shit that yep. I really like because it keeps going. There are things deeper into the album that are like really exciting, but I think it's not like a positive or a negative thing. If this is your shit, it's like this is your shit. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately I would say that it does still have that like effect where if you're not fucking with it, man, the content variations are not huge enough to be like next level. They're enough to like really give you something to be rewarded for it just by like sticking through if you're already fucking with it. I hope that was clear. Um so I gave this one another four point five because it really is another good song. I really enjoyed listening to it. Yep. Let's jump on to the next one, the Permanent Midnight uh, Interlude. Bonnie, what do you think of this intro or so, this interlude? It's only 40 seconds, um, and it's just a trippy mix, basically. Um, that's what I got out of it. Um, for me, I don't love this one. Um, like, I would imagine if I were to listen to this album, like, more regularly, like, I would tend to skip this one, um, like, every time but i mean it's still like well constructed it's just not my cup of tea so i gave this a, a four on five i thought it was really well placed like because the last track was really about war and stuff and mm -hmm. sacrificing things and then one of the impacts of going to war is the kind of ptsd yep. uh, impact and one of the ways people cope with that is ethereal drug Drugs. trips so i feel like it's meant to be like a representation of like that you become a drug addict after and your brain gets lost in this like phase for the rest of your life as you try to deal with your demons and battle all that shit so i thought it was pretty good i give it a five i thought it was amazing i thought it was one of the best ones um out there um i mean ismail is saying the ones on this album are only okay compared to like the ones that get dropped in the future but I really like this one in particular because I think it like fucking just hit in a way that like thematically made the project feel more movie. Fair enough. To I mean, me. I get what you're saying, so I mean that that's, that makes sense. But I mean, I would still skip it. That's all right. <laughs> uh, the next one is called the Deer Hunter. Um, I like that outro. It feels yeah. like this whole movie experience that like picks up and becomes like something bigger and more than it was you yeah. know like it just elevates the track into a different direction and i think when people take the time to do that it, it is always to good effect it is always something noticeable plus they added um basically the 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 additional movie sample things to kind of like our news clips whatever the fuck they use to like kind of add that storytelling element to it to kind of like pick up off the end of a song yeah but bonnie what do you think about this one um, so yeah, um, I mean like the, the deer hunter, um, is like, you know, uh, an Oscar winning film, um, about, uh, the Vietnam war. Um, I don't think I've ever actually seen it, honestly. Um, so yeah, I should probably watch it at some point in my life. Um, so this one features, uh, chief, uh, Kamachi and he does like the first verse and you know, he spits pretty well. He's got some, you know, nice, like, you know, rhymes and I like his flow, um, you know, I like the beat is kind of like mixed, like in like, you know, and it's interesting and it's smooth with some like, 
nice like harp i think it is it's like featured so uh, i like you know it sounds lovely um well you know you saw our reaction icon is uh you know fire on his verse as per usual um and uh like you know like you were saying like uh, the the clip at the end it it does make it like a you know, like you're kind of like envisioning like this like story, like, you know, it is kind of like a movie. It does, it doesn't feel like, you know, 2000 or 2004, you know, it does feel like you're kind of like, you're going back with them and you're experiencing this with them. And it's kind of like, I don't know, it's got like a cool feeling to it. And like the way that it just transitions into the next one is like really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I give this one a 4.3. Uh, it's not my favorite one, but I still think it's really good. I really like it a lot. I think uh, Chief Kamachi's verse just gives me this, like, inspiring feel to it, you know? Like, like not, like, necessarily, like, it's all positive, but, like, that you are empowered listening to it, you know? Like, it starts off, like, my words sojourn, spread them like a slow germ, infected diseases collected and quarantined from my method. So, like, right off the jump, listening to him, you're going to get this infectious nature of his energy that's going to go to you and it's going to pass on to the next person and effectively you're going to beat down that negative energy is kind of what i took from that and then it like you know the borderline where the animal and divine become separate i'm deaf leopard case of a beautiful hell on a record and you know it's just kind of like i don't know i felt empowered i felt like it was fucking dope cool. to that's, listen I mean, to that's and cool it flows feeling. fire and he's got this energy where it just matches perfectly but again it's somebody new for us to experience breathing a little bit of life into the light game of the album which as i've said is is pretty important the overall the the vocal sample they use that that girl voice on the chorus is really nice too much i'm tired in the company of those that fear and then if you think about what i was just saying about the energy and shit like we've already explored on this album a lot of the negative energies out there but it feels like a little bit you gotta like step the fuck back on that y'all are so yeah. interested in this shit but when it comes down to it you know like you're not real about your, what your desires are. And I feel like as much as Vinny's kind of vicious with it, he's vicious with it because people are faking this shit. Like, like he almost feels like he's commenting, why are y'all trying to claim this gangster shit is fucking cool? Like, it's not that cool. You ain't, you're not a thug. You're an actress. Yep. You're playing this part. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. And it, it sounds like it's from a perspective of, like, I've actually lived this. Yo, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And then just a lot just kind of comes through and rips it again. I feel like his verse is also in the same vein as everything else. Uh, I noticed that like they put just a lot as like the first guy on very few tracks, and usually Vinny's coming before him on most of them. I don't know if that's just in my head. I wasn't paying hard attention, but I feel like in a lot of ways, or maybe maybe it's back and forth, Mark. That's not really that important. Um, anyway. I just feel like that line, none are prepared when the Holocaust begins also is kind of powerful because you can tell that these guys are extremely knowledgeable and have taken a whole bunch of time to like learn a bunch of things about how the world is working, about how the systems intertwine, about why things are that the way they are. So then as they escalate into new situations, people aren't prepared for them and they can't handle them. And so I feel like that's being kind of questioned a bit with a line like that and so again there's depth all over this track uh i liked it more than uh, some of the other ones so i gave it a 4.75 i really think it's a great song i don't know nice. what bonnie's talking about with her low ass grades sorry that's okay uh let's talk about or listen to blood rain all right um so bonnie what do you think about this track 
Um, this one's cool. It has like a kind of like smooth, like interesting like mix to it and like a beat and like there's like kind of kind of like more like guitar-y and just kind of like, you know, kind of feels more like summery or kind of like, I don't know, there's some sort of like vibe to it like that. Um, and I like that there's like harmonica snuck in there as well, like a little bit. Um, so, you know, that's, an, you know, not a common instrument that's used. Um, so, you know, Hot Rhymes by everyone. Everybody actually does like a really good job on this one. Not, not that it's like a surprise, but like, um, like, you know, they all do, you know, great and like, you know, basically talking you know the same sort of thing they've got like fire technique they are uh you know killing it you know they're fire mcs they do it everywhere blah 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 that kind of stuff um you know they're the best and can't be stopped and uh, i like it i like how i like the flow um so i gave it a 4.4 on 5 so here's the thing i feel like there's no good reason for it but i had so much trouble getting into this track and mm, i think it's okay. because i didn't feel the features as much not that they were better or worse, but I felt like it just sounded like a lot of different. No, not a lot of different. A lot of the same, actually. It was more like everything kind of blended in a way where the other features on this project really popped off in contrast to the to the Jedi Mind Tricks boys. And it's it's like it's probably like silly sounding to everyone. But I just I listened to this track a couple more times than all the other ones even just to make sure I was fucking crazy. And I just couldn't get into it. It's not that it's bad, like, reading the lyrics, they're in the same, like, vein of everything else, but maybe it's just because there were too many people for me or something. I don't know the right way to put it, but this felt like a posse cut in an album full of really well-constructed songs, but it gave me posse cut vibes, whereas the other ones gave me more the vibes of these are, like, equally skilled MCs dropping, and I'm not... And I don't want to sound disrespectful to Louis Logic or Baracus or these guys, but like I just didn't feel the verses as much. Hmm. I felt like they weren't as enjoyable to listen to. I felt like it wasn't like the greatest shit. Like the verses were good in terms of listening to them, but I also I didn't connect to them. I didn't get that hmm feelings that I was getting from it. But I even got that from just a lot, like that Megatron is fucking monstrous hopping out the Lake Loch Ness. Every motherfucker and you know that gave me that vibe. Yeah. And Vinny Paz gave me that vibe, but I didn't feel the vibe on the other guys. I don't know how else to describe it, really. Um, I enjoyed the song. It's in the same vein and feel and look as everything else we've gotten, but I don't know. Between that, I don't know. The beat didn't rope me in. It wasn't exactly... This, this was the other beat, I guess, on this project that I had trouble with. There were, like, two of them. It is what it is. I like the rest of the beat, so I'm allowed to not like a couple. I gave it a 4.15. It's a good song, and I know that none of my reasons for, like, not fucking with it have anything to do with anything other than just, I don't feel it. It is what it is. Yo, shout out Vincent Price for being here, too. Respect yeah. all y'all. Um, that was apparently our 100th comment on Restream <laughs> for this stream. That's dope. Anyway, uh, I don't have a lot more to say on this one. It's cool. I'd rather move on to words from Mr. Lane Part 2, which Would you? I understand the skit, though. I'm left with like Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up Hold up Well, I have to cut that part so. I don't really understand this skit though What the fuck just happened here? This it's is another like, like voicemail like, message uh, Did everybody know Mr. Len's personality like so well back then That like everyone just These got this These guys did 
I mean, I guess that. Or was it just kind of like nobody heard from Mr. Len ever? So here he is, and it's this. Like, I don't know what the joke is. And I'm hoping that as I say this, though, in the future, I'm going to wake up in the morning and be like, Mr. Len, this, that, the next thing. And I get this full <laughs> fucking thing. No, I mean, I did, I mean, this one was kind of, but that's what you're saying, funny, kind of. Like, I still feel like there's a joke I'm missing. Like, is he making fun of just, people? I don't think so. I think he's just, just being goofy. Like I think he called them up and drunk dialed them and he was, like, fucking trashed? Like, uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe this is, like, the typical, maybe these guys are just used to getting, like, these kinds of messages. And, you're like, these are, like, you know, like the, like, inspirational thoughts of Mr. Len for tonight while drunk or whatever. You know, like, who knows? But, but. I, hope I don't think knows. there's a big, you know, such a big deal about it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> this is what happened when I listened to it. I thought these things. It wasn't like, like, you know, like I'm, I'm criticizing it. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm willing to fully accept that. I mean, this one is more understandable than the last one. The last one was very like, I don't know what happened here at all. This one sounds like a drunk call. And they're like, yo, we're using this. We told you if you do this one more time, we're putting this on the album. And he didn't listen, and now we're here. That's yeah. more the vibe I got off of the this one. So I accept it still. Whatever. It's, it's a fucking little skit that I would probably skip a bunch. It's a four on five. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It's, uh, you know, him. And, he, and he's kind of, like, spitting a little bit on it. And then, you know, he talks about, like, wrestling. And then he does the, can you smell what the Len is cooking? Which he was, you right. know the rocks uh, kind of slogan <laughs> in wrestling so it's just uh, he's being goofy and of the times so it's fine i gave it a 4.2 out of 5 all right uh let's move on to the next song on this album uh which would be genghis khan there you go um bonnie what do you think well um i don't know uh <laughs> this one just sounds more like another like attack one you know these guys are like coming in hard they're going to like kill it and like destroy it on the mic like the beat is like more intense um yeah i don't know for whatever reason i gave it a 4.35 i do feel like i'm like well i'm like i'm looking at it i'm like why is it so low i'm like i like it should at least be like a 4.5 yeah it should. but um that's anyways, my thoughts uh you know that's how it is um and yeah so apparently this one was not my favorite on the album so which is true because we have not yet come to my favorite one on the album oh. but um 4.35 there we go this is a contender for my favorite on the album um i really like it i really really enjoy it yo one of the things i forgot to say is in the intro to one of the other ones it's like he starts doing the the shout outs at the beginning he's like yeah and all that good shit like he just like eh fuck it i said enough names all that good shit y'all know what i do i do it yeah. all the time this time i don't feel like doing it and that is absolutely a highlight of the entire album for me was that intro it's i fucking sacrifice or heavily divine or one of them it's my favorite part of the album is him like saying fuck it i've done enough <laughs> in the beginning part um but in general i really like this track um even like shit from like i dash from my ship in the roswell crash it's a fucking cool fucking line you know like just letting you know my brain's out there but also following up how he's feeding off weed and cash like it's almost like yo i get high i use my brain i think some shit and then i can monopolize this knowledge shit in order to achieve greatness in my life Overall, it hits hard. I don't want to waste your time. I know this one is dragging on to be a little lengthier, at least in the live experience. Um, 
and uh, it was pretty cool. I just really liked the verse. Um, the chorus is proper. It again has that catchiness to it. You just fucking get stuck in your head. It just is great. And they all kind of saying it at the same time, and that compounds into it. Um, there's just something to Vinny Pass being like, I'm a savage. I write rhymes and pitch blackness. Where you can almost picture him in the dark still writing these pines. And then you look at that notebook and you can understand why the scratches happen and shit out. Um, yep. But it's just hard. Any motherfucker that front is left backless. All y'all motherfuckers just burn into ashes. You know, like it's just fucking hard trying to step into the zone where Vinny Paz is Black Sabbath. So I feel like it really has this level of aggression to it but it also has that metal-esque tone to it and it's also just kind of him like yo i'm fucking harder with it than y'all um but i don't think i've ever really listened to tragedy Gaddafi before like i literally may have and i don't remember it in this moment but i haven't been like cognizant of the name and paying attention to it but it's been on a list of people i've been wanting to check out and this song also really reinforced my dislike of Blood Rain because I fucking love Tragedy Gaddafi on this one. He just sounds amazing next to the other dude. He just sounds fucking great. Like, just shit. Like, these blunt lines, like, half of y'all's performers and actresses that keep at least 100 grand in the mattresses. Like, this is some fucking real shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw there was an album with uh, Vinnie Paz that on the Spotify. Oh, did Mona show up for the review? She sure so did. So everyone say hi to Ramona. Um, <laughs> and then just that last line held at gunpoints for ransom and bail like that's that's hard like i've done been to jail but i've also done this shit that like you have not done so shut the fuck up with your weak shit um overall this sounds brilliant to me and i really fucking enjoy it um what else can i say next one is called trinity cool how do you feel about this song, your lady friend Bonnie? Um, I like the classical feeling to it in terms of like the music that's kind of like featured and like kind of like just like the overall feeling. Um, and this one again, same sort of vibe, like you know they're gonna destroy you, um, but also bringing up you know issues that um, that they see as well, you know things that you know that are happening and. Um, I kind of mentioned Solomon, and like I know that like it says on um, like genius, you know Solomon from like the Bible, but it makes me think of like maybe he's battling Iron Solomon. So like I was just wondering now that I know who that is, you know, like maybe like there's like a connection there, and considering like what type of like songs these are, like I'm thinking maybe that could be like a possibility. So yeah, uh, I thought it was it was good. Uh, so I gave it another uh, 4.3 on 5. Mm. I like it too. Like, it's got a bunch of great bars in it. That's the truth of this one. Yeah. It is just, but what I really like is how they go with this Trinity angle. And I feel like they really are in the bringing different, different angles to it with each of their verses. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how else to better describe it. It's not my best moment on this review. It is what it is. That's okay. But uh, it'll take the likes of the Jedi minds to construct new longitude lines is a fucking huge idea to me right there right because it, it kind of elevates the idea of what these jedi mind tricks are it's about thinking bigger in that like 5d chess game type shit that people talk about you know mm-hmm. but it's the only way to think outside the box and when you think about longitudinal lines being the way that maps are defined it's almost like saying to redefine the systems you know it, it's just really big um in order to get around now you're asking too much when mine's put together i'm like an alternative source of energy like electricity generators 
even back then, being pro on alternate forms of energy, showing some eco-friendliness. Anyhow, yes. it's a great verse, actually. I really liked it a lot. I really liked the Louis Logic verse. This one I thought was really dope. I thought because I know what I said the last time he was here, but this time I thought he was really dope and he fit fucking perfectly. You know, applied chiropractically so rappers cannot come back to me is a fucking good fucking line. You know, like, yeah, fix their shit so they don't have to come back. <laughs> but it's also about backs. I just liked it a lot. So it's that kind of shit. Or I'm what the NYPD is to entrapment. That's a cool line, too, because it kind of reminds you that entrapment's a real thing and you have to be fucking careful when you're out there dealing with people. Uh, the hook's also dope. It's another hook where a bunch of dudes is on the, the stage. You can picture them with the mics and everybody at the same time. The whole crowd's bumping into it because it's a fucking earworm. And then, yeah, I really, really also like that last verse from Vinny. He just crushes it. It's the same kind of stuff. But let's be real. Y'all get tossed. I'm the boss like Holden Caulfield, which is such an interesting lyric because, in a sense, Holden Caulfield's character type is the kind of character type to grow up and become corporate tycoon to battle the insecurities of his youth. <laughs> so it is actually an insightful lyric if you take it from like that level of depth. Raw deal, rappers deciphered at schism, followed Solomon and provided him at your baptism. I don't know, maybe it is. Who knows? Could be like, yo, I smoked Iron Solomon one time. That is what it is. I don't know if that's true or not. But um, that's just kind of what I, what I saw there. I enjoyed it. I think it's another good track. I think at this point we're super deep into the album. We're not getting a lot of new per se. We're just getting a lot of dope per se. The beat's yeah. fucking nuts. Like it's all the same shit that I've been saying. 4.5. Let's move on to the executioner's dream. Bonnie, what do you think about this absolute banger of a tune? Um, so basically, you know, similar vibes. Uh, again, you know, fuck the people that can't keep up with them and like their rhymes and like props to the people that support them basically is kind of like what I took away from it. Um, I liked Jade treads. I thought he did a good job. Um, I don't know. I'm at this point. I feel like it was sort of like, not that it was bad, but I feel like it was like, I was just kind of like riding the wave. So, um, I gave it a 4.35. Yeah. I feel you on that, but like J tread sounded dope and I'm kind of mm -hmm. glad I checked the YouTube comments cause the Jermaine pointed out he was some great verses on Fun crusher plus. And I'm like, yo, I'm, I knew I knew the name and I couldn't place it, but that's actually fire. And like, just on that point, like fuck all the players who can't hang, get a jock strap. Yeah. Like, that's a fucking cool bar. It's like, yo, instead of fucking worrying about your safety or the this or the that, like, step up and get in the game proper. Because we drop bombs. Better be scared. Because it's either hop on or be prepared for us to lock horns. We yep. engage when the pen sprays. We wage war. So it's like, yo, if you want to hang with us, step the fuck up. Otherwise, we go in and, you know, we bring this game. And it's just fucking beautiful. I like the way that the whole verse flows out. Um, even down to, like, we'll bring it minus the Moway Rollies and Avericks. We just spit shit too amazing. Just shit. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like, you know, like, we're just all about this thing. So we're everything they are minus that shit that is kind of bullshit to us. And I really appreciate it. Like, it's a way of, again, not attacking people but attacking particular elements of materialism or things that you don't respect, which I can get behind without it coming into the same level of haterism that, you know, other indie guys might come off as. Vinny Paz's verse, I know we're going backwards, it is what it is. His verse is got one of the most spectacular flows I think he delivers on the entire oh, nice. album. 
I don't know, man. Like, it just it flips up in the middle. That part, like, the barbed wire around pagans that read the Bible, genocide, unliable, whatever. I can't do his flow. It's just fucking fire. But on top of that, the bars are dope. Like, just that idea. Pagans that read the Bible. That is a clear commentary on people who claim religion and do all this shit but don't understand the message and then imply hateful tactics that don't make sense for people who yeah. allegedly should read the Bible. <clears throat> so it's kind of like, you know, y'all see this shit in the media. Y'all know who I'm talking about. You know what it is. It's real stuff. I digress. Just so that's also dope. Like, I'm leaf twisted but kill your whole belief system so he's fucking high. But he's still able to fuck up your whole belief system. I relate to that. I smoke a lot of pot, and I can fuck up a belief system if I try. Not to say I always do. Sometimes I fall flat on my face, and it don't work. Uh, I speak wisdom translated to street diction, and I really love that part, too, because it's kind of like, I think, what we've been trying to say the whole way through, but just so I said it with more clear and brevity. But that's that's a lot of what hip hop ha is. It's like wisdom translated to street diction for a community that needs that wisdom. And a lot of people don't understand that because they think things are common sense or whatever. So I love the fact that he's willing to take on that role and do that thing. It's just really fucking great. All of this is really just enjoyable to listen to. All of this is just a fucking great song. I give it a five on five. The chorus wow, is fucking nice. amazing. It is super fucking great. I feel like late game, the album is holding in strong. Now. It is not easy to kill a whole belief system. It doesn't... Okay, look. Killing a whole belief system is not able to possibly be done in one conversation quick, quick. But if you understand what it is that drives a belief system, you can probably get to a point... And I'm again, not 100% success rates. This isn't like I'm trying to be no cocky. I can fuck up anything. But it's possible to fuck up somebody's belief system by creating paradoxes of logic. If yeah. you're really looking for it, where maybe you don't get them to change their mind, but you at least get them to question things so strongly that they actually question the validity of their belief system. Um, it is not a simple task, but it is also not an impossible task as long as you're able to come at it with the right point of view. Anyway, that's not here nor there. Tracks to 515. Let's talk about the next song, Muerte. The fact that it like ends on this finality like that it just kind of like ends for a second like to let you know that it's like Done. actually over you know on top of that this just totally totally feels like a strong outro to it um it is absolutely one of my favorite tracks on the album it could be my favorite one uh, a fun anecdote according to genius is the track he samples has a time signature in three four which is different than four four I'm not the greatest at explaining time See, signatures. Yeah, I don't quite. So like, I like, get it, but, like, I don't. But, like, like I understand them enough to know that down. he had to actually surgically recreate the beat in order to make sure that the time signature matched what is the time signature that has been kind of standard on the album. Mm -hmm. And there's not that much hip hop, I think, outside of 404. Um, so that's just kind of, like, what it is. But I love this verse. I mean, I don't have a lot to comment on it. It's just fucking dope. Overall, it's really well. I think for the rest of the review, I'm going to go into, like, rush mode. <laughs> it's, like, it's dope. It's fucking great. Like, just a lot, though. I inhale toxins drunk off blood from dead cops and the watchmen that kill us in this maze we locked inside. You know, like, it's, again, like, they're attacking at these enemies that um, effectively are putting them into the system, the people that created the violent design that they're a part of and that they are witnessing in. Only 10% that's controlling us. I mean, if you look into that 5% or shit, man, there's something to it. Um, I really, like, don't think it's vapid. 
Um, but yeah, uh, basically, I like the chorus too, as Ismail pointed out, to take Kyoto or whatever. It kind of sounds like kill when he says Kyoto. Um, I liked it a lot, five on five. I liked the poem, The Greater Love by Wilfred Owen is quoted, and it's got like this kind of looking at love and war juxtaposition going on there that just kind of fits a perfect somber end to this project given the, the the ideas that have been put forth throughout it so i think it's a beautiful end to the album proper and it's a five on five. Oh wow um yeah this one sounds like you know pretty hard i really like um icon and like the, his energy that he brings um people try to like battle them to get like their name out there to try to like give themselves some like clout basically but like why because they're just going to destroy you in the battle um and sort of like just a lot is kind of like spitting about kind of like shitty cops and like kind of like the unfortunate you know usual shit that you know tends to happen to black men um yeah and i like the poem that was read at the end as well uh i thought this one was nice i gave it a 4.4 on 5 all right, let's move on to the Heavenly Divine remix. I'm going to be real with you. How real? It's just the it's a remix. I like the remix a lot. I thought it added this griminess to it is the truth of it. Um I also like the original a lot. So to me it was just really cool to get a different version of a track I already liked. I don't know which I like more. I think I've listened to the first one in most vibes, but this remix has kind of got a cool turn it up darker vibe plus there's the sample bonnie why don't you tell us about the sample um well there we go well, yeah i mean just the alanis morissette uh uninvited sa is sampled like it's like really pretty like tricky and like hard to um like detect kind of um something like i wouldn't have noticed uh if, if somebody if i didn't read it so um but i guess it's just like the sample of like the instrument that's used like the, like the, i think it's like an indian instrument um yeah i mean that that's pretty much it for the sample i give it a five it's cool wow um yeah i mean uh good they spit hard on this one it's kind of you know more of the same with some uh different mixing featured 4.35 Awesome. So the next one is Army of the Pharaohs War Ensemble. What do you think of this one, Bonnie? Um, there's some nice scratching on this one. Um, it's the same sort of vibe as uh, most of this album. So, I mean, even though it's a, an extra, it still fits. Um, and Esoteric mentioned Halifax in his verse, which is cool, even though he's from Boston. So I wasn't really sure why he was talking about Halifax or if it was a convenient rhyme. Um, well, your habitat is Halifax. So around you at your native city. Could uh, be. Maybe it's like an He's insult. At someone, so. Like saying Halifax is kind of whack. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, and I, you know, also, Car anyways, it just reminded me of like uh, when uh, In Your Sylvain by Carly Simon, when she mentions Nova Scotia. I don't know. It's kind of random, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, like now that I know like more about like battle rappers, I'd say that this sounds uh, like a battle rap group uh made like an album basically just kind of like showcasing like their skills and i think which is really cool and so i would say do this kind of thing if that is you so um i don't know the thing i like the most on in this song was the scratching so i gave it a 4.4 on 5. yeah i like this a lot i feel like it's a strong allied attack um it kind of feels like the rest of the album yeah but like as if they went to a better studio 
<laughs> and the quality like increase. So I would say it's like the best sound quality we've gotten yeah, so far on this project. I think Esoteric actually steals the show. Like his his flow and he's all over. He's like dancing on the beat in a way where the others I didn't feel were quite as dancing. But that's still to say I like everybody else. Like Vinny's doing his thing. It's super enjoyable. At this point, I don't know what else to say except it's super enjoyable and it has great bars in it. It is what it is. Um, esoteric, same kind of thing too. Again, I don't really have more to comment except to say I really fucking like it, you know? Hologram yes. brought it like the Matrix. You know, it's like, it's good. It's just enjoyable shit. Yep. Virtuoso had this more complicated flow, but again, it still just fucking works. I really enjoy it. And I feel like the three of them together bring this like three different styles to the table that show that yo the army of the pharaohs crushes it from all angles like what the fuck are you bringing to the table we got everything you know and i feel like that is really sold in this and i gave it a 4.5 on 5 all right let's move on to the next one that's titled untitled donnie what are your thoughts on this amazing song um so this one you know kind of more of the same uh you know just kind of like that kind of vibe um i like the beat actually it's quite lovely um and i f suppose it's kind of like a, a juxtaposition as to like how hard they are in their lyrics that it's like so nice and i think it's like um if i'm not mistaken if i know my instruments i'm pretty sure it's like a spanish guitar and castanets mm. and like since they do talk about you know they do like you know throw in some Spanish in like this album I'm going to assume that that's what it is and I feel like the Spanish gu uh, guitar was the guitar that was used uh, I don't know on another song but um, yeah and like you know I caught the mention of like the Calgary Flames so it is nice to hear like you know a couple of like Canadian references on this album which mm. is like I don't know why but like it's cool that they did that uh, you know well Philadelphia is a hockey city no, but I mean, like, you know, Halifax, you know, Calgary Flames. Like, why are oh, they talking a, it's about... It's a hockey team. I, I, I know that, but, like, I'm just saying, like, you know, why is like, why are they talking about Canada? You know, but so it's cool. I mean, represent. Um, so, yeah, 4.35. It's nice. It's a hockey. It's a hockey. You hear about Calgary it's Flames. Okay. The Philadelphia Flyers play people. You know, they come to Montreal. That's what it is. Um, anyway... I like this one a lot. I feel like in the same way, this is like the best of the last project, but like souped up. It's almost like um, Heavenly Divine with better engineering. I don't know if that's like another way to put it, but like you got the same kind of structure. They each do a verse. It's fucking strong. They're fucking great flows, super precise and in the pocket. Everything's dope. And then that fucking back to back on the third verse is mm -hmm. fucking amazing. The chorus is super good too. Like, you know, we smash mics and blast too precise and laugh as we cast the first stones at Christ. And I feel like it's again like this mission statement feel. Like they try to take every song and make it their new mission statement. Like fuck the last one. We didn't even say it hard enough. We have to do it again. And I kinda like that energy. Like it's never good enough. And I feel like there's a hunger here and I really appreciate it. Um, it's super dope. Um, I really I liked it a lot. I gave it a five on five. I nice. love the beat. It's just, it really stands out and it breathes life, again, this deep into the project, making you kind of like really feel it. All right, let's move on to the Retaliation Remix. I feel like for the sake of time, we're going to cut it here. That's kind of what the beat is for the rest of it, but that's what flips up is the beat that changes. So, yo, Bonnie, what do you think about this one, this remix? Yeah, this one, I feel like, sounds like different from like the rest a little bit. Um... 
Like, I really dig, uh, like, the scratching and, like, the beat on this one and, like, just, like, like how it just feels, like, summer. It just, like, feels like, you know, like I should be on vacation listening to this, um, you know. Like, his flow is sick. Um, I think this is my favorite song. Um, you know, he's talking about, like, drugs and violence and, uh, you know, don't be a dummy and I think that they're like smart guys and they're just kind of also saying like, you know, like why are like big tough guys like fighting, you know, like these like, young kids, uh, you know, like in battles, like, you know, fight your equals. Like, how are you going to feel when these young guys beat you? Hmm. You know, like that's kind of like what he's kind of like, he's sort of saying. So I really like this one. I gave it a 4.75 on five. So I didn't need to give any fives on this album, but this is the highest grade I gave. I liked it. I thought it was a cool twist on retaliation. I think I liked the first retaliation better, but again, it's interesting how you can like if you have access to the vocals, the acapellas, as I guess the engineers do, mm-hmm. how you can just recreate this entirely different but similar experience under the track, and it just really works. And he adds in like little bridges and shit. So I think it's really well done. I don't want to take anything away from it. Um, I don't have a lot more to say except that it's cool. I'll give it a four point five. Um, part of the reason I was so down to do the remix or the bigger version of this album, I should say, is honestly just because I feel like any chance you can talk about Sean Price, you should. So let's talk <laughs> and listen to Blood Runs Cold. Cool. Joe, okay. this song is definitely a contender for one of my favorite ones I heard on the entire experience. Yeah. Like straight up, Sean Price is special. Like rest in peace, but he's special. Um, that whole verse just carries this energy and this air of something and the way he just articulates in his fucking cadence and the way he just rides that out it's just so blunt like yeah first of all don't make me burst and bra image is nothing you front and see the thirst in y'all so right off the jump it's like i'll fuck you up and i can tell that y'all fake like you know just the way he says it is just kind of like you disgust me and then it's just that attitude doesn't change it just kind of rides through it the whole way through it he's just hard he just hits every fucking lyric so fucking hard with it and i really like that i really enjoy it a lot um it's it's a great verse i feel like then the chorus comes in and it's really like powerful and it just slaps you know some uh, fucking going rock tonight which is cool because you know rocking uh is is related to the whole sean price thing um all your jewels and your cash going get got tonight which is fucking nice because they're coming in and just jacking your shit or somebody in the club getting shot sean price jet in mind keep it hot tonight it's just fucking great. Like it's gonna be a good time. The uh, the Jess Allah is um is all right. I I did not feel the same. Like it's okay verse. It's just not as good as the Vinnie Paz or the Sean Price verse. It is what it is. Uh, okay. The Sha- the Vinnie Paz verse though. Oh my gosh, that is a steal. It's like he knew Sean Price was on a song, so he had to bring his fucking A game <laughs> yep. and he brought his A game, and it's beautiful. Like I found beauty in all these different things. Like it's like I look at the world and I from logic to science to religion to pain to all these things and you know this is where uh, the complexity that is Vinny Paz is whereas other people are like y'all pretended to overstand the matrix without attempting to overstand its basics and I think a lot of people do try to do that they try to understand the big picture without really learning the foundation I mean if you want to see proof to that pudding go watch a 2017 behind that soup video and then go watch one from today and you'll see a big difference yeah um Five on five. This is a brilliant fucking song. A nice. Great way to end out a remix album or bonus album, I should say. Yeah. 
Um, like I totally got lost in this song and I like, you know, twice listening to it. I was like, I listened to it and then I had to go back and listen to it again because like it like has like, I guess, you know, it goes to show that it has like a, a hypnotic beat and sound. Like it just like, I just fell into it, you know? And, um, so I very much like, like the overall beat and the sound and like kind of like the samples and everything is just really, I don't know. It's cool. And like, you know, you touched on like everybody's flow and like they all did a great job. A great track to end on. Uh, I gave it a 4.6 on 5. Alright, so for the album review as a whole, I have two grades. Uh, one for the regular album, which is a 4.55 on 5, and then the other one's a 4.6. I think it's a fucking timeless little classic here. Mm -hmm. Stoops production is really the biggest element that holds it up, but also the bars are kind of ethereal. Like, almost everything they're rapping about on this project holds up today when you break it down. Like, nothing comes off goofy. Nothing comes off like, oh, this is some dated, catchy sh uh, shit. Nah, it's like they wrote bars based on some timeless shit, like his history and it just goes to show the power in tapping into that stuff for your bars because yo the bible is going to be the bible in a decade right like so your bible bars can be broken down 10 years later yeah it really just goes to show the power of the source material that fuels your art and that kind of may be a huge part of the timeless qualities of it um anyway stoops ridiculous like i said I like this album a lot. I really enjoyed the experience of listening to it. Even though it's kind of long, it's a great kind of long. Yeah, um, I give it a 4.426 on 5. So it's an 88.5%. Um, I just gave it the one grade for everything for the 25 songs. Um, and I would definitely say that this qualifies uh, as a classic. I mean, overall, I like the album. Um, it's pretty consistent. It has an, uh, a solid overarching theme and sound. Um, and as an album experience, it's quite nice. Um, and, you know, there were songs that I liked more than others. But overall, you know, like I was, you know, pleasantly surprised by this album. Um, and uh, I like the Canadian references. I like the camaraderie that I was feeling. And um, and I have to say that I was most impressed with um, Icon. Um, and uh, I like the skill and power and the vibe that this whole album gives. And, uh, you know, like I said, it does feel like a, you know, like a one sided rap show where they all were like the good guys, you know, mm. like they all had like the best outcome for it. And like they do kind of have that kind of old school sound if you're looking for it as well. So, yeah, very cool. Awesome. So thank you all for watching. Totally appreciate you. For those of you rocking through the line, that's amazing. Um, we appreciate you. We're going to do a little raidsy poo soon on the Twitch. Um, definitely, if you're watching this in the future, leave your comments, the likes, the subscribes, follows, all that good stuff. Um, special thanks to the patrons. It's Mel Gadamsey, Chris Powder, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Blackhurk, and Linda Williams, and Scribbler. They're dope to support what we do. If you want to support what we do and you're on the Twitch, you can hit that subscribe. If you want to otherwise, patreon.com slash behind that suit. On that note, it's been a real pleasure being with y'all. And we look forward to the next one. So live long and prosper, everybody.